I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Start it up. That is your Monday on VNE. It is Juneteenth, June nineteenth, and it's hot. Holy oh. moly! I know it was. Uh, we were hitting triple digits in the, in late May last year. Yeah, we had a run. We had a run, but it just feels hotter. Maybe it's because it's more saturated. There's more humidity in the air. It just yeah, yeah. Because yesterday was sun. Actually, the sun was out, burning on you. And the heat index and it feels been, like it's. I think it's like a one twelve. We've like, had some cloud cover lately, but take it easy. Uncle, Josh, it's only June 19th. And tomorrow's going to be a crazy one. Today's going to be crazy, too. Yeah, I mean, severe heat warnings. We're joking about it because that's what we do. But, man, it's going to be dangerously hot. Yes. So if you are outside and... um, Don't leave your dogs outside, either. Yeah, exactly. Um, Take care of your pets, your people, uh, and all those things. Dude, my dog gets buckets of water. My dog has been outside. He knows that he comes in the mudroom. He gets his break. The garage door's up where he can come into the garage. Yeah, this whole you just got to have a place where they can go cool down. Oh yeah, for sure. They get hot too. That's what I was in. I was in the little baby pool yesterday. What? A little plastic one. Oh yeah. You got one of those? I got one of those. I'm sitting in there. That's fine. I look like a goof just sitting in there with the dark puppy in there. Yeah. I mean, it's not it wasn't it's not cool that you're doing that, but you're cooler. Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) But your little get your little button that that baby pool. Oh my goodness! Whatever you got to do, man. Heck yeah. Whatever you got to do. We're talking a lot of uh, big stories this morning, including the U.S. Open, the big trade in the NBA. We're talking about uh, Kevin Durant at the end of the timeout. How about this, Buck? Salaries this upcoming season. Kevin Durant due to make $47.6 million. Bradley Beal, $46.7 million. Devin Booker, 36. DeAndre Ayton, 32.5. Cam Payne, 6.5. They have five players that are going to make $170 million total yeah. next year. Got to get Ayton's salary. <laughs> they got to do something. Because they're not going to have a lot of depth. Yeah, yeah, but then you don't have a center. They're and, you, and you already really don't have a point guard either. That uh, feels like that's where the Denver Nuggets still have the advantage because their their core is all you know 28 and under, and they're all signed. Yes. And um, they can build more depth behind Nikola Jokic. And uh, I mean, Jokic is making the Supermax. He's making plenty of money. Um, but you know, guys like Aaron Gordon can – to me, though, a guy like Michael Porter Jr. could take another step and even get better. Uh, in Denver, oh for sure. Everybody's chasing the Nuggets, uh, but obviously the the Suns making the run. I mentioned these rules at LA Country Club. Buck, we'll get the results where Wyndham Clark is your United States Open champion. How about this? Th- that LA Country Club that we all got to see this weekend in prime time is one of the world's most exclusive uh, golf clubs. It's two hundred and fifty grand initiation. Two hundred and fifty grand. Jesus. Dropping the bucket. And here, how about these rules? No celebrity or social media posts. They don't want you, while on premises, to post anything. 
about the course. Don't do it. You're out. And definitely, obviously, can you take pictures? Uh, well, you can, but you can't post them. They can be on your phone. Okay. You can't be out there on the gram or Snapchat or wherever you're doing your posting. Got you. Also, it sits on 320 acres in the I heart like of that, L.A. I like that first one there. By the way, they use a 45-year-old tax loophole to save $80 million annually. I love tax loopholes. Great. Great. Because uh, that's some of the, the most prime real estate in, in the country uh, right there uh, that they sit oh, the, on. The number of, of that, just that acreage around there, something five or six billion dollars. But if you, um, if you, they, every new member who can afford to be in there and gets gets through the gate is passed a, is handed a 1,000 plus page rule book. In the rule book includes no shorts. You have to wear tailored pants only. There you only. go. There you go, L.A. Sports co- sport coats in the clubhouse after 6 p.m. Oh, that's a lot of places going out to you dinner. You mutts can't be changing your shoes in the parking lot. Well, that's lot. bull right there. None of that. That's no changing bull. shoes no in the parking lot. No sitting on the back lot. of the car and changing your shoes. No sitting in your little baby pool. What? <laughs> changing shoes? No headphones, earbuds, or athletic clothes. Can't be wearing your Nike shirts or your uh, workout gear. Can you not be listening to music club. on the course? Yeah. No, no music. No oh, music. Oh, you mean no little no, no little speaker. speakers? No little speakers out there jamming? Oh, man. Yeah. Sorry about that, Hinkle. Can't be out there jamming all loud. That's me when I'm out there. Do you? Sorry about that. So, again, no, no headphones, earbuds, no photos or videos of the club at all on social media. Oh, Don't you be so posting our stuff. No, sand, no showing of the sand traps or the gorge <laughs> no. or whatever that crap or is the, called. Or the the baranga or whatever they were calling it. Or the clubhouse or whatever was getting done in the clubhouse. Who knows? It's just stay private. We're a private club. Nothing with me and the card girl? <laughs> Nothing? Keep that to yourself? Yeah. Uh, but that tax loophole, the land that they sit on alone, that 328-acre plot of land sits right in the middle of Beverly Hills between Sunset Boulevard, Wilshire Boulevard, and Santa Monica. And the land itself is reportedly worth $8 billion. $8 billion. Making it the second most valuable piece of real estate not developed for housing behind only Central Park in New York City. I guarantee you there's, there is not that cash-only thing. I guarantee you, you have to give credit card to the card girl, <laughs> right? There's no, there's no cash uh, being— I don't know. Do they have card no. girls? I don't know how that works. Uh, LACC is owned by its members, and it's registered as a nonprofit. That's the tax loophole. That's why they're able to— uh, Wait, so how is it owned by their members? When you what it says is part of that two hundred fifty thousand dollars? Is that you I buying guess. into the because on that eight billion dollar land they pay two hundred and twenty million a thousand dollars in annual taxes? They're the part of the loophole gang. It's the loophole gang. Yeah, that's why you hire good attorneys. I like the good deal. Tax hey, attorneys. you don't. That's right. No shorts. Don't come up in here with your skinny legs and all. Yeah. You wear pants. So the true value Pleated of the pants. the true value of the land is eight billion, but the assessed value of the land it's it, it, they 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 pay twenty two uh, million in taxes. The annual property tax savings of eighty million dollars. Way to go, LA. All right, I'm playing golf tomorrow. Muni, <laughs> Muni E, Muni, Roy Kaiser. Do I do I dare do I dare pull out some shorts? You, you know, should I change pull- your sh- shoes in the parking lot. Thank you. Wear your earbuds. I don't, can- don't wear shoes. Don't wear shoes. Well, yeah, well, that that would be more Kaiser. Yeah, that's what I do. When I, I mean, Clay and Kaiser, I think. I, really? I mean, no shoes. I've done it at both those places. No, Kaiser's got to be, no. I'm going, I'm going. I played with a guy once who dang near shot par and been flip-flops. I'm so. thinking of coming rolling up in there with white <laughs> pants tomorrow. <sighs> i got to wear those white pants at least once a year somewhere. Why not there? I need to bring, bring on the white pants tomorrow. It's a little too hot for white pants. It'd be all shiny. Yeah. Yeah. Don't wear pants. Wear shorts. shorts. Do wear pants. Don't 
but yeah. long pants. Yeah, I'm yes. I'm, I'm going to go, go shorts tomorrow. It says smart money makes money. That's true. That's true. That's is true. right. Smart money makes money. It says, uh, all right, we'll really read some more of these texts. Let's get to the headlines. <laughs> you people, people are waiting. That's in. not funny. Can we get to the headlines? Plenty of them. UBO Business Services. We'll start at that LA Country Club where uh, amid a leaderboard of some of the biggest stars in golf, who is a little known Wyndham Clark, who posted through or posted a, a breakout performance with a final round 70 yesterday. The 29 year old former Oklahoma State Cowboy, former Oregon Duck, held off Rory McElroy by a single stroke to win his first major championship at our national championship, the U.S. Open. Scotty Scheffler, Ricky Fowler, also on that leaderboard to start the day, but faltered. Scheffler finished three strokes back, missed some key putts down the stretch, short ones at that, and Fowler shot 75, tumbled down to fifth place. Wyndham Clark, the. Uh, major champion for the first time. This morning marks 75 days until the 2023 Texas football season opens with the Rice Owls. Uh, this past weekend, a big one on the recruiting front for Steve Sarkeesian and the Longhorns. They hosted 20 top prospects from across the country on their official visits, included a pair of new commitments that came down. One on Saturday, four-star defensive back prospect Santana Wilson from Scottsdale, Arizona, committed to the Longhorns. He's six foot, 175-pounder, a senior to be at Desert Mountain High in Scottsdale. He is the son of former All-Pro NFL safety Adrian Wilson. Then yesterday, new wide receivers coach Chris Jackson snagged his first commitment as a Longhorn coach. He net and when San Antonio Smithson Valley wide receiver and speedster Freddie Dubose committed to the Longhorns. Very ugly end and sad end to the Hall of Fame career of Bob Huggins in Morgantown, West Virginia over the weekend. The West Virginia basketball coach resigned his position two days after his arrest on suspicion of drunken driving in Pittsburgh. That previous evening, the 69-year-old leaves as the third winningest coach all-time in Division I. 935 career victories behind only Mike Krzyzewski and Jim Boeheim. Quite the weekend at the College World Series in Omaha. Six, game play, six games played, five of them decided by a single run, including both yesterday. TCU, Horn Frogs, stay alive and eliminate seventh-ranked Virginia in the process. Held on for a 4-3 nail-biter. And that hold-on was important because the Horn Frogs dropped into the loser's bracket on Friday when Oral Roberts rallied to score four runs in the ninth inning and steal a 6-5 game one win there. Those same Cinderella Golden Eagles tried to rally again last night but came up short as second-seeded Florida was able to get that final out with runners aboard, and they get the 5-4 win. Gators now 2-0 in Omaha. Two games today. Stanford and Tennessee will play an elimination game at 1 o'clock. LSU will face top-ranked Wake Forest in a really good ball game tonight at 6 o'clock. Big League Baseball yesterday over the weekend. How about Ar- an Arlington? Rangers fell behind the Blue Jays 6-0 early, but rallied on their potent offense to take the series. Uh, they win the rubber game 11-7. Corey Seager, Ezekiel Duran each had four hits. Rangers hit double digits for the 17th time this season. That is the most in the majors by a lot. Tumbling Astros are doing just that. They built a lead that they couldn't hold at Minute Maid Park yesterday. And they got swept by the red-hot Cincinnati Reds. A 9-7 and 10 innings the final. The upstart Cincinnati Reds have won eight in a row. Houston's lost seven of ten and have fallen behind the Angels into third place in the AL West. Five and a half back of the Rangers. Round Rock dropped their series finale to El Paso last night at Del, Del Diamond 7-4. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. E, the, the great pitcher from LSU, will he go right to the major leagues? Will he play minor league? He won't play any minor league. He's, he's ready to go right to major league baseball, wouldn't he be? Which one? Uh, the pitcher for Skeens. LSU. Steen, yeah, he's a major league pitcher now. Paul Skeens. He? Well, he's close. He's close. I mean, he, he'll be on a fast track. You know whether he's likely to be the first pick of the draft. If not, his own teammate yeah. Dylan Cruz will be the first pick of yeah, the. Yeah, I heard people draft. talking about him playing this year once he go. Once we've seen draft. it before. That's happened. Boy, is he a stud, man! Um, you know, typically it'd be like in a bullpen situation, but it's, it's that power. Late arm. To see, yeah. 
Remember, Longhorn saw him skeins last year when he was at Air Force. I mean, that dude came in here and was throwing. I mean, he was playing catcher. He was a two-way player for the for the Air Force Falcons, and uh, was their Friday starter, and then caught. Uh, just a really good athlete, and he's got something special. I mean, he's a really, really good pitcher. But his own teammate. This this LSU Wake Forest game is top shelf tonight. This is a really mm-hmm. good ball game. These might be the two most talented teams in Omaha, Florida. In their bracket, is sitting at two and zero. They're right where they want to be um, because they were able to hold off that Oral Roberts team. That's coming out, coming after everybody. They rallied to beat TCU with that big three-run homer in the ninth inning of their game on Friday. Uh, what a stunner that was! And then looked like Oral Roberts was going to rally to beat him again. I've been on the Oral, beat Florida last night. The Oral Roberts train here. I lost. I was disappointed last night, but they've made me a decent amount of money here in the past few weeks. Well, they've they had some nice numbers, didn't they? If you were listening to us, we told you there were some really good teams going in top end, like Florida and, and Wake and, and LSU, really good ball clubs. And but this, if you go back forty games ago. Or 38 games ago, going into Omaha, Oral Roberts had lost two. They're like, they were 36 and two in their last 38 games, and they almost rallied to make it, you know, 38 out of 40 last night, and would have been in the 2-0 position in that bracket as this Cinderella team. But yeah, give Florida credit. Florida can really pitch, and I always like their coach Kevin O'Sullivan. He, that guy turns all shades of red. He is yeah. well. He messed up last night. Yes, he. They so you know the new rule where you can't go out there more than once. Yeah, he ran out of pitching. Pitcher. He can't. He ran out of uh, trips to the mound. Yeah, and he was not you happy. Could, the look on his face was like, oh my god, am I about to? Yeah, mess our entire season up because I'm an idiot. But from Florida, had a freshman come in, uh, gave up a run in the eighth, and then another in the ninth, but closed it out. Pretty, pretty pretty well. Speaking of coaches, let's dive into our coaches corner brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations. Audiovisual Consultations and Tom McKay, the really smart guys who never make you feel stupid. All right. Uh, by the way, coming up uh, in our next hour, buddy Jerry Hamilton from Inside Texas will join us with a full overview of what went on this weekend with the Longhorns on the recruiting trail. 75 days to the opener for the Longhorns, and they did land a couple of commitments. We'll get Jerry's thoughts. Also, in the final hour, buddy Glenn Davis from Soccer Matters will join us because U.S. U.S. men's national team, Buck, with a big win last night. They beat Canada. They win the CONCACAF League final at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. And remember, we were doing the show that morning when Florin Balogun signed and announced he was going to play for U.S. men, uh, the USMT, and he scored his first goal in the 2-0 win last night. Uh, They're putting things together. They they have 2026, yes. Yeah, they have uh, Greg Berhalter back and running the team. That all has been put in the rear view, all the controversy there. And a lot of people think that Balogun gives them the striker the goal scorer that they need in international competition to become a real factor. Burkhardt, are you still, still a little bit worried about him being the, the guy again, Ty? Yeah. You are? You think some of that old those old wounds will open up again? He likes his MLS guys, which worries me. Well, He'd be more open to the more He's going to be opened up to a lot of suggestions now. Well, I mean, watching last night, this kid, Balligan, who's a Brooklyn-born guy, he's 21 years old. Mm-hmm. In all competitions, he's got 22 goals in 39 games in the French League you know, one club. Uh, this guy can score. And when you get the U.S. on a national stage like the World Cup and in these international competitions, right. it's, it's the ability to, to hit the net, right, to strike it. Yeah, he can create. He's really good. He's, he, he really, really is. And between he and Weston McKinney and uh, – uh, well, Weston didn't play last night, but you, you end up with, with – uh, what's the other kid? Christian Pulisic. Uh, you may have a chance here. And Reyna, too. Is he, he's back, of course, right? I believe so. I believe so. But we'll talk to Glenn Davis about all that coming up in our 9 o'clock hour, 9.10 or so. Uh, Jerry Hamilton with a recruiting overview. And as we mentioned, it's just uh, in our coach's corner, Buck, ugly for Bob Huggins. And we know we had a lot of conversations about Bob Huggins a month ago or, or so when he went on the, the uh, radio show in Cincinnati and just said really Yeah, he's got some things. problems and he didn't want his gig. 
And so they relieve him of one of the two things. Now you got to go fix your problem. Yeah. Which you should have fixed your problem first so you could have that gig or keep that gig at 69. Well, he's obviously got a drinking problem. I don't know if that was the case with the uh, the, the radio visit in Cincinnati. No, that's a stupid problem. That's a stupid problem. Um, you know, the gay slurs and just going on a you know you're on a radio show and saying dumb things and um, you know luckily he you know a lot of people thought he should have lost his job right there. Uh, that that's just that's you know and that's within a six weeks. Is that within six weeks or oh yeah two Remember months he, deal for him? Well, and for they, the, they still gave him the opportunity to resign too, which I I thought was. You know, he kind of. If I was university, I wanted out there that we fired him. We didn't like. I, don't, I always think of that when you do that resign. I think you're just fi- you're fired anyway. Right? Yeah, and they were like, oh, "Hey, he, you know, Huggins had to resign yesterday. I mean, or over yeah. the weekend that had to happen." But back in six weeks ago with the Cincinnati radio station thing, you know, they they reduced the salary a million dollars. I think the program was in a place where it's just okay. This is just really bad timing to be firing our coach. It's you know recruiting season. It's you know portal time. Uh, we're trying to win basketball games, but obviously they put that ahead of maybe doing the right thing in that spot. But in the end, you know, Bob Huggins made the the situation easy, and and as I've said, fortunately didn't kill anybody while doing it. Absolutely, because his blood alcohol level was you know at eight thirty in the evening was was over two point two um, beer cans in his vehicle, and clearly intoxicated according to the police report. So much so that when asked, you know, do you know where you are? He thought he was in Columbus, Ohio, and was in Pittsburgh. What does he do? Does he just drive around? And no, I think he was at a basketball camp or yeah, something. Yeah, he had been at a basketball camp uh, somewhere. <laughs> we think maybe Columbus. Well, that's the thing. He, he drove from Columbus to Pittsburgh, which is a couple-hour drive. Uh, and then, but to, but to be that intoxicated at that early a time, this wasn't 2 in the morning, whether that matters or not. It was 8.30 in the evening. He had a, he's driving on a shredded tire. Why was his tire? Did he know his tire was flat? it already hit something. Yeah. It already run into something. Yeah. And... Um, I don't know that he knew that his tire was even shredded. I mean, this is this is the stuff that is. I mean, he's trying to drive on a car, drive a car that was, you know, on a shredded tire. I mean, this was just a, a decision that that had to be made. He took all responsibility, but it, again, he's out. You just hope he gets some good help now. I mean, he's got family. He's got you know, he's got grandkids. It's time to straighten out your act a little bit, or a lot. Yeah, I mean, this is, could be that unfortunate uh, bottom. That you have to hit, I guess. I mean, and he's always seventy say, years old. Yeah, and you don't need you don't need to be you don't need to kill somebody. And that's the that's the only bright side or of that. Or kill story. yourself. And uh, he's out at West Virginia, and uh, the, now that whole roster has you know a thirty day window to transfer without without issue. Is that everybody included on that roster? That's what I read. Wow. Yeah. So, so I'm assuming they'll probably elevate his top assistant. I think at that's what point, you have to do at this point. I mean, what else can you do? Uh, and, and that top assistant will try to keep as many of the players that, that committed to come there in mm-hmm. place. Um, and, but you just don't know. I mean, um, and then they had brought in some really good transfers. Um, they they built the roster around the portal, obviously. They have, yeah, over the last two years. Know. And uh, they were pretty excited about the, the class they had brought in. So that obviously will not be coached by – um, Bob Huggins and a lot of those guys will probably, or potentially, because they've already transferred once. Like they've right. already made the decision to come from Syracuse or you know wherever they were coming from, and now are they going to uproot and go again, or are they well, going to stick and stay? They probably got there and like this is where I this is where I decided to go. Yeah. I have to live in what Morgantown. <laughs> well, they knew that going With in. This dude coaching me. They knew that <laughs> coming in, but uh, yeah, the, the the there's a kid, the Syracuse center Jesse Edwards, Arizona guard Kerr Crisa, uh, committed Manhattan. Guards Jose Perez and Omar Silverio. 
And then Montana State Guard, Raekwon Battle, all have decisions to make now. So um, we will see. So, and Coach, by the way, thank you guys for a one of the most wonderful Father's Days that I had, Thursday and Friday, talking about dads and stuff. And I saw you out there yesterday because I was trying to get a quick little lunch, but I couldn't get anywhere because brunch was like, you couldn't get any place yesterday. It was like, it was more packed than Mother's Day yesterday. Dads were out getting, somebody was taking dad to brunch yesterday, or a lot of you were. You were messing up my Starbucks, bringing dad in there, drinking eight cups of coffee. It was, it was packed. What a great Father's Day. Hopefully yeah. everybody got a chance to be with dad and spend some time with your pops. Got to see all my three last night. That's which was awesome. Nice. And of course, was in Nashville with my youngest over the weekend and was back to see those guys and uh, um, the other two, which is uh, a good thing. Yes, happy Father's Day to Absolutely. all the fathers. Uh, did we like the, uh, the, the time of the golf? Because it is cool to have West Coast golf. Remember when Tiger Woods was winning U.S. Opens down in San Diego and it was in prime time. This seemed even later. Dude, I swear it wasn't over until like nine. Nine, nine, nine fifteen. Yeah, or so. Saturday, Saturday was like extra late. Yes, it yesterday was. I felt like it was a little bit earlier. And there were some. Well, they gripes. started an hour earlier yesterday. And there were some gripes from the players because of that that they were finishing their Are rounds. You babies, in the dark. come on. Well, it's, it's, an, it's a major championship. Brooks had a lot to say this weekend. Oh yes, dark. he did. Yeah, Brooks didn't like the course. He doesn't yes. like blind shots. He doesn't like playing in the dark. My wife's like, a Rory like fan, but she's not a Brooks fan. Brooks, say hey, that was my pick. He did not win. I was thinking that. Rory had a chance to slap him around that that first first day one. Well, uh, yeah, Brooksy was not a fan of the L.A. Country Club. Cam but, Smith had a nice round yeah, yesterday. He, he finished. Uh, he finished what fourth, fifth? He, yeah, he I was thinking way yeah. into the top top five. I was thinking six under. The whole time I was thinking, is there a way this guy could actually win this thing yesterday? Somebody was going to have to just. Pull. Choke it up. Pull a Shoffley. Yeah. 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 Somebody had to pull, pull a Shoffley. Get that, that bunker. Well, and that's what's incredible, impressive about Wyndham Clark. He didn't He didn't pucker no. up, right? He didn't. Uh, Even he when he not. was put in those positions to where it was like, oh, this could this could be bad. He got out of it. Every and time. I listened to Rory McIlroy afterwards. I think he felt like the young guy would, would pucker a little bit, that he, he sure. would make some mistakes. And Rory just played clean. Yeah, 15, 16, 17 down the stretch those last four that's holes. Why, and that's why the bogey on 15 for Rory was huge, right? I mean, that that's golf right there, too, because that was a, not a bad wedge shot. He was trying to land in front of the pin and roll it up on. And, it I mean, six inches to a foot was the difference between the shot he was trying to hit and then the shot that got embedded into the into the bunker. Is he ever going to win? Well, again? I believe he will. I think I think he's right there now. He's always he gets like top five every every major. He was oh, right there last last year at the Open Championship and lost to Cam Smith. He was right there yesterday. And I, I again, I think he thought Wyndham Clark would make some mistakes, and sure. all he had to do was make as many pars as he could. And he'd end up winning the thing, and obviously Wyndham Clark didn't. He, well, U.S. Open's about making a bunch of pars down the stretch. And he made one birdie yesterday, Rory. That was number one, and then didn't make another one. And couldn't. Um, and I think that's the thing that got him is he didn't make enough birdies. He needed to make a couple birdies, which he does. And I was personally rooting for Scotty Scheffler because I thought he had a, a real chance, and he played, again, really well. Those short putts just continue to be his bugaboo. He, you know, those are those little four-footers and inside four-footers. Yes. He's got to make those. Obviously, he knows that. And, and that's really what's what's separating him right now. He's been speaking of guys that's been there in every major. He was there at Augusta. He was there at the PGA Championship. He's right there at the U.S. Open. It's that close. I'm sure that's frustrating for him. But I I, I did like the course. I, I did. I mean, after after day one, after those 62s, I was thinking, oh, is this going to be? Are they going to be in the 20s? And really, they didn't go very far after that. After you know, after day one, 
they really started to come back. That golf course started you to get to those they guys. they put more and more teeth into it and uh, put the pins in different spots. Oh, yeah. And they didn't water the course, and it didn't rain, so it got wetter and wetter, uh, or drier and drier as the week went on. And uh, by yesterday, it was really hard to hold that course. Like we saw it with Rory, right? You'd hit a really good shot, and you'd end up 20 feet from the pin instead of you know it stopping and gives you a six-foot putt. Uh, not the case yesterday at LA Country. Yeah, Club. and when those guys were hitting, when when you got when they're hitting five irons in e, and those things, a lot of those don't come in all that high. Rory, and you know, Rory hits the highest ball out of all of them. Yeah, but then and it, they were hitting and just rolling on out. It gets harder; it just bounces there and doesn't stick. We'll come back. We will uh, pick up these conversations, good, bad, and ugly from the weekend. Uh, happy Father's Day to everybody. Happy Juneteenth to everybody as well. It's being on the horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. So I was wondering, Buck, you guys, uh, I was out Thursday and Friday, and you had Monty and uh, Zay in here. Yeah, we here. had Old Man Radio, and then we had Love Zay. Monty. Monty's doing well. Love Monty. He really, really is. Got a new project. Love Zay, too. Uh, did you guys, like, do bad dad jokes? We did not. We didn't mess around <laughs> with bad that. Bad dad jokes. We were very respectful for dad coming up. Well, we do yo mama jokes. Well, we're always respectful to mom, but... Because we could have done the like the bad dad jokes. Like I don't even know any bad dad jokes. This graveyard looks crowded. People must be dying to get in it. Ah, <laughs> see, yuck, yuckety yuck. Yeah, we stayed away from that. Come on, We're, bad dad jokes. It's your kids that tell the good dad jokes. Your well, they kids try. Know the dad jokes. They try, but I was I was very thankful that I heard from my my little grandkids yesterday. That was kind of cool. Well, your grand granddad oh, seven times. Now. Seven times over now. Well, that's awesome. I'm not there yet. Not there yet with mine. Just still, but did get to get together with my three, which was great last night. Then watch some golf and watch some uh, some sports. They and didn't then, get you on the barbecue, right? You didn't have to do that. You ordered out. Turns out I should have. We burned some hamburgers. <laughs> burned some burgers, <laughs> did you? We won't get into that, but not a big deal. Come on, man. Time. Had a wonderful time. Uh, good weekend. Good weekend. Back. And you from got Nashville to be with your daughter. Ready. That's that's awesome, man. Yeah. Well. Yes, I got the my daughter and her three friends planned the weekend in Nashville, so it was just That's their awesome. itinerary, and we followed, and they did a good job. So we had a good time. But uh, glad to be back and talking all things sports, U.S. Open, uh, Omaha, and the College World Series, plenty of baseball. If uh, you're a Ranger fan, you're feeling good, even though it's been a little bit of a, of a, of a tough stretch. Astros are just falling apart. It's just, just if you're an Astros fan, you just don't feel like this isn't our year. Uh, a lot of injuries, and just not a bit. You know, Jordan Alvarez now out of the lineup, probably till maybe even the All Star break, and. Since he's left, they score even fewer runs. He was the one guy producing for them. Uh, they just they're they're banged up for sure. So well, what and a tough week for Ray Lewis and his family and his losing his son. I didn't see that. Yeah, I, I think it was an overdose. Oh gosh, it sounds like it may have been an overdose. Like 28, 29. 28 years old. Ray yeah, Lewis. His older football son. Ray Lewis. Yeah, football. Ray his Lewis. Son, he, his son played college football somewhere too. Well, he had been he had gone the junior college route to a couple different places. And just was starting to settle in at 28 years old, so he loses his son. And oh man, wow! I, I saw that Deion Sanders may lose his foot. Yeah, he's been dealing with that, right? And that wow. already had a couple surgeries. Um, what was the what was the originator of of him losing his toes? It what? wasn't like Antonio Brown where he like okay, it froze it off on accident, was it? Uh, and it wasn't like I don't diabetes. Remember. I don't recall how that all I think started. It was, it was some kind of infection, uh, and, staph infection. Okay, some kind of staph infection, maybe. Okay. And he lost two toes. Because I remember, Which, hey, I got speaking of staff. My roommate had staff and just didn't tell me until he had taken the pills for a week. And I was like, "You're telling me you had staff this entire time? And we share a bathroom? Oh, you mean like the one you're living with now? Yeah, 
Dude, has staff like, didn't like, say anything to weeks? you? Yeah, yeah. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Was on his arse? I don't know. I mean, you're sitting on the same toilet? I don't know. I heard it. We were, I got on Xbox and he was talking to our buddies about it. I was like, wait a minute. You, you like right now you got staff and he's like yeah i just i just got done with the last pill like, oh I'm thanks good. hey I'm thanks good now. i'm like oh awesome thanks for the thanks for the update thanks for the heads up on that yeah he because remember the the for Deion sanders it was the toe injury the, oh, the dislocated toe, toe. he had well, a that, tur- well, that turf ended toe, his career right. a really bad turf toe when you think turf toe you mean it, it ended his career um uh, you know, then he had a bunch of dislocation. Gosh. That's what turf toe is, right? Like a really bad dislocation yeah, so, or sprain of the toe. And it was like toe. it was like there were like nine toe Dion jokes at the end of his career, if right. you remember? Uh, which gosh, it was back twenty years ago now. But he, um, but he also had poor circulation and a history of, of in his family of blood clots. Right, and the poor circulation was led to the first. He had like nine surgeries to amputate toes, and uh, now maybe his whole foot, and maybe for the for the health, long term health. Uh, just take off, take off, and get a prosthetic, and be safe. My aunt had that. Uh, there, my mom's sister, she has a prosthetic leg because her foot because of that, and it's poor circulation. Like she couldn't feel it. Like or that's what he's saying now. He can't feel the bottom of his foot. Well, and she'd have like broken all. bones and couldn't feel it. And uh, you know, the, so they just took it off, and it was for her overall safety. And you know, she she lives you know relatively normal life now because she can you know, can can't feel that either, but she can get around and. Uh, doesn't have the health issues that came with the uh, the foot issue before, so we'll see that with Deion Sanders. Obviously, he'll be on the sideline and coaching the Colorado Buffaloes in seventy five days, getting ready for that trip down to Fort Worth to play at TCU. The college football season fast approaching. Hope you had a great Father's Day weekend. As we crank this thing up on a Monday, as we mentioned, Jerry Hamilton will join us. Recap the Longhorn recruiting weekend, which was a big one. And I'll just say this: when we get into it with uh, with with Jerry coming up, you, you know you can. Steve Sarkeesian and his staff are, are recruiting coast to coast. Uh, there is no doubt about that. Listen, they had more than 20 visitors in this weekend. Two have already committed on their official visits. Uh, they had a running back from Phoenix, Arizona, which we'll talk about with Jerry. They had a, a wide receiver group. One was from down there at Smithson Valley, Shirts, Texas, Freddie DuBose. He committed to the Longhorns. They also had a kid in from St. Louis, Missouri. They had a big tight end from Houston, Langham Creek. They had offensive linemen from Santa Ana, California, League City, Texas, and Chatsworth, Sierra Canyon, California. In Chatsworth, where they make all the adult films mm. at that area. That's where uh, Eugene Brooks is from. Defensive lineman. They had one from Orlando, Florida, in town. Also from Phoenix City, Alabama. Uh, also from Lafayette, Louisiana. Another defensive lineman from Pike Road, Alabama, high school buck. They're I mean, with Bo Davis's connections, Steve Sarkeesian's connections in the in the SEC. They are not shying away from getting in the mix with the Alabamas and the Auburns and those SEC schools. Georgia, for some of the best high school uh, defensive linemen. Uh, they've also got some edge players, kid from Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, they've got an edge from uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Goodyear, Arizona in town. The, you know, edge rusher, they're, they're looking to, to add a piece and, um, you know, or at least a couple of pieces, and they're going coast to coast to do it. They've got a linebacker in from Bellflower, California. That's St. John Bosco. High school, uh, so you just look across the guys are bringing in. 
I mean, it's it's you know Fort Lauderdale, Florida. They're going to St. Thomas, Saint Aquinas. Thomas Aquinas. Yeah. Hmm. So I mean, they're going to recruit the best players in Texas. And by the way, the best player in Texas for this for this cycle is the kid from Duncanville, Colin Simmons, the defensive end. So good. Uh, we'll talk to Jerry about where that stands because everybody wants Colin Simmons. He's you know one of those. People kind of project him like a Will Anderson, Chase Young kind of player coming off the edge, big picture, um, Harold Perkins kind of player. So uh, we'll get the update there. He was not here this weekend. But uh, Sark is not afraid to go into the Deep South and go coast to coast to, to recruit this program. And safe to say, you know, they've got to go have success, right? they got to continue to win. they got to win and take that next step. Sure. But landing a guy like Arch Manning, I think, allows this program and C.J. Baxter last year allows this program to say, you know what, we're going to recruit the best players in the great state of Texas, but we're also going to recruit go coast to coast to, to find the best players. Yeah, and it should always be that way. Yeah. Well, we know uh, other coaches had different – I mean, Mac Brown didn't really like to venture into SEC country very often uh, and get into those SEC battles. Uh, he stayed in the great in the state of Texas for the most part, occasionally go out to California and get a player. But, um, you know, Steve Sarkeesian and his staff well, – Sark has such ties in the, on the West Coast. That's – well, that's right. And, and Texas we, has been in California for well, quite a while. Well, Texas, in, 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 the, in the state of Texas, Texas is always going to do well. Sure. But, yes, if you have coaches like Bo Davis on your staff and uh, Terry Joseph uh, at cornerback and Blake Gideon that can go into the you – know, have been in the SEC, can use those relationships, you know, get into Florida with the Tashard Choice at running back and others and, and, and get in the mix there. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're clearly looking at the hotbeds for, for players. They're, they're in the deep South. They're in Florida. They're in Arizona and California. And certainly they're in Texas uh, looking for the best players. We'll talk to Jerry Hamilton about that as the Horns are now 75 days out to the start of that, of that season. Um, I, our buddy uh, Lamar sent a text to us. Said, e, your friend Jeff Parks has a new cool restaurant in Buda. Yeah, we're running the commercial now for Jay Parks. Mm-hmm. Saloon and Standard. One of the cool things about Jeff's new place, he's a, he also owns Mudbugs, which is there in downtown Buda, down in the Buda Mill and Grain. We've done some shows down there. That new Jay Parks place, which is right by the city park, it uh, it's an old it's an old style saloon, saloon and standard, but it's upscale. But you can't bring your phone, no cell phone. I mean, no sitting at the table talking on the phone. Nope. And when if you bring your phone, they're going to give you this little pouch that you put it in, and uh, they'll give it back when the night is over. But they give it back to you? Oh, of course you get your phone back. You just can't oh, I mean, use it while you're there. I mean, you can't have it with you. Correct. Oh. Not at the table. They go jeter on you. Yeah. Well, his idea, and this comes from, we were talking about the L.A. Country Club and all the rules they have. He wants you to be able to come out at Jay Park Saloon and Standard and enjoy the evening, not on your phone. Like Now, if you have kids, you can make you know emergency plans if you need to. They'll figure that out with you. They just He just doesn't want people sitting there. Locked on their phone all day. Yeah, I want my kid talking to me. I don't want my kid on the phone talking to his buddies. Well, you're probably not going to take your kids there. It's not the biggest place, and it's it's an adult place for sure. It's an adult. Adult entertainment. No, it's not like that. (laughs) It's where if you're at a long week and you're looking to go hang out and enjoy a a good drink and I like adult places. It's it's for adults, and that's what Jeff has built. So that's that's a nice text there. Good to hear that commercial running right now. Glad to see that that's open. I know they're big big VIP last week, so. I was out of town, so didn't get to attend that. But uh, we will uh, moving forward, uh, which is going to be fun. So we've got uh, good, bad, and ugly from the weekend this Juneteenth. Bradley Beal now going to be a Phoenix Sun to create a big three with uh, going all in with with uh, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant in the Valley of the Sun, the first big trade. NBA will also have their NBA draft on Thursday night. 
Uh, part of a big story coming out of the weekend, as we said. Jerry Hamilton joins us. Glenn Davis will join us. Talk about the UN's men's national team later in the show. And we will take your good, bad, and uglies from a busy weekend coming off of Father's Day. Coming right back with T.Y. Ty's got the hot or not topics, things we've missed halfway through this program. It's a busy Monday here on the Show of the People. What's hot? And what's not? What's hot, what's not is brought to you by Texas Orthopedics, the largest independent orthopedic practice in central Texas. Visit us at txortho.com to learn more and to schedule an appointment. All right, hot and not on a, gosh, um, I think the temperatures and, and the heat and the humidity and the heat index, I don't even think we can say it's hot outside. It is uh, searing hot and dangerously hot. So make sure you're doing all the proper things and hydrating. And as Bucky is doing, sitting in the baby pool, the baby pool. I love that. You climbing in that thing. Look at you drinking water well, over there. Ty was on me the other day. He said, yo, you got that whole thing of water. You take one sip for the whole show <laughs> and call it quits. You got to keep drinking it. Oh, no, it. just drinking it down today. It, it is Juneteenth as well. And uh, I'll report back from that. Na- they call it Nash Vegas, Buck. Either Smashville or Nash Vegas. Guys like going to Vegas. Ladies like going to Nashville. It is the uh, bachelorette capital of America. It's crazy the number of bachelorette parties that are going on on a given day or night. And it's twenty. They, uh, I think somebody we need to do a story on the, these cover bands that play in these bars on Broadway. They start playing at like ten in the morning, ready to go. Out, it's just and it's just a, and they're all pretty good. Like it's amazing that industry of uh, of live music that they have in Nashville, and and talented people, uh, and just you know spot after spot that. Uh, you know, even like in the hotel we stayed in, they, at the lobby, they'd have music each evening mm-hmm. during happy hour. Really good. It was a group, out of, a duo out of Texas that were playing. It's, it's pretty cool. So had a nice time, a little bit cooler temps, and uh, daughter turned 21. So had a good old, good old, good old, which was last fun. freebie Yeah, that's to right. the big one. That was it. I'm, I'm done with 21st birthday trips. I'm done with those. They're done because they're, they're all 21 now, all three of mine. But I uh, had a good time. And, um, Glad to be back, and glad everybody had a good Father's Day, or hope you had a good Father's Day for sure uh, from the weekend. Wyndham Clark had a good one. Here's somebody with a good, bad, and ugly. Wyndham Clark was my good. Astros, my bad. Bob Huggins, the ugly. Probably should have been fired a long time ago. Yes, Bob Huggins fired himself. Yes, he did. As our man Craig Flowers would say, hire for talent, fire for behavior. That's typically the way that goes. Yep. And um, by all accounts, a good guy, but can't get out of his own way at this point and uh, needed to go at West Virginia to say the least, on those Astros, I mean, they're, you know, it's one one thing to watch. A lot of the Astros that are dealing with, that are struggling or hurt, you know, played in that World Baseball Classic. Uh, the Astros have a lot of well, guys. they're talking about that all over the major leagues right now. And they're, I mean, the Astros had 13 players playing that World Baseball Classic from various countries. And, like, um, you know, their, their closer, Ryan Presley's not hurt, but he pitched in that, and he's not pitching great this year. That's part of the, their bullpen's not as good. Uh, Jose Urquidy pitched for Team Mexico, and he's out you know, with his shoulder. Uh, Luis Garcia, the Astros starting pitcher, pitched for the Dominican Republic, and he blew his elbow out. Let's also remember the Astros have played a lot of baseball games. I mean, they've been in the World Series four times, so you're playing deep into October. Um, you know, even in, all the way to the ALCS is, is a lot of baseball games for that team, and they they feel like they're breaking down right now because it's uh, it's a banged up group. They're now in third place, by the way. Can we give uh, a hot uh, a, on a hot knot segment to Shohei Otani and the Angels? They've Joey Otani is now the star of the second-place team in the American League West behind the, the Texas Rangers. You realize Shohei Otani leads the the uh, the second-place team in that division in every offensive statistical category and pitching category. Every one. 
You've got the highest batting average on the team, the most home runs on the team, the most RBIs, hype OPS. First, yeah, 23 now. Runs scored, 24 home 24. runs now. But if you go to their pitching stats, wins, ERA, strikeouts, he's number one. <laughs> I mean, he's the best player at both things on their team, and they're now in contention. Now he's bringing and, Trout along with him. Yeah, Trout had a, a home run yesterday, and uh, that is scary how good that guy is. Ty, what do you have for us in Hot or Not? A brothel in Las Vegas called the Chicken Ranch, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, has offered the Vegas Golden Knight, the Knights, the Stanley Cup champions, a free orgy to celebrate their, their win in the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. A um, free orgy? The same brothel also offered Jimmy Garoppolo free sex for life Ooh. when he recently signed with the Las Vegas Raiders. You hot or not on that? If you're, if you're one of these guys, you're taking that up. Well, Jimmy G... He's he's handsome, Jimmy G. He probably doesn't need that. Yeah, he doesn't need to be dipping. Well, in the, he don't need to dip in that pool. He's been. I mean, he's already been seen with multiple porn stars. Is that right? Before. Yeah. Wow. Like, that's kind of like how people are like, oh, this guy. He dates kinda, them. Kind of yes. dog. You're gonna look and if that's what you're looking for, then go for a professional. You know what I'm saying? And they would know what they're doing. <laughs> I would think the the licensed sex worker that came out with this, Alice Little, uh, is actually she is she. She tells everyone that she is the most, she's made the most money of any sex worker in, in Nevada history. That's her claim to fame. Damn. She's good at what she does, huh? So I, I get, I'm, I take it that Vegas Golden Knights uh, parade on the strip was was a fun night for those hockey I players. Bet. I mean, if any team's going to do it, it's, it's a hockey team, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Both show. <laughs> I saw some of the video of that. That How about, how about taking a, a victory lap right down the strip? Awesome. Was it at night? I didn't see it. Was it just during the day? Uh, I would evening, want that parade to be evening, I believe. in the darkness. Yeah, well, did they take them up on the on the brothel? I don't know. This story dropped yesterday, so they will. They'll be those. <laughs> the ones are not married. Well, there you go. We'll recap that U.S. Open coming up. What a finish! And uh, Wyndham Clark holding off Rory McIlroy to win his first major, prevent Rory from getting his fifth. Scotty Scheffler was in the mix again, but. Just uh, those putts are killing them, those short ones. We'll recap that. Also, our friend Jerry Hamilton will join us inside Texas. Full overview and recap of what went on this weekend on the 40 Acres. Long went to the big recruiting weekend. Two commitments are in. We'll talk to Jerry about that coming up. It's B&E on the Horn.